Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Good morning. You tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. Tuned in for a incendiary morning of uh, talk radio here. No, I won't be so incendiary this morning. We've got a uh, special guest, hour one and hour two this morning. Hour one, I've got Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker here in the studio with me. And coming up in hour two, eight to nine, I've got uh, Taco Johnson running for constable out there in Madison County. What, uh, what district is he running for? Uh, District 3. District 3. Yeah. District 3. So I've got the sheriff here in the studio with me. Good morning, Sheriff. How you doing? I'm great, Clay. Man, I'm glad to be back. Man, glad to have you. I didn't think it would take two years, you know, between <laughs> visits. But, <laughs> but uh, you're a busy man, and <clears throat> I just run my mouth a lot and forget to reschedule, folks. Hey, you tell it like it is. So let's, let's do it. <laughs> well, well, you know, one of the things I, I have figured out is it's, I don't have to apologize to, to a guest in here if I just, if the less guests I have, I can just get in here and say what I, say what needs to be said and Sometimes, sometimes you got to you know get a little poop on you, and and I don't want that to have a splatter effect. No, I understand. I, I tend to say what's on my mind. <laughs> I I hear you. Well, look, we were talking off air. First off, I guess before we jump into all that, how are things going out in Madison County? How are things at the sheriff's department? You know, we are good. We we're very fortunate uh, dealing with the kids out of school right now. Uh, crime is down. Uh, you know, getting ready for elections. Uh, we're we're really doing good. Yeah. Tell me this. I've had a theory for years growing up in Jackson and watching the crime stuff there. Is Does crime go up in the summer because the heat has everybody mad as hell? Or is it because people kids are out of school? I think that there's just more people out in the public. Kids are out of school. You know, families are going on vacations, things of that nature. I just think you have a bigger uh, density of people out in the public. Brings more attention to it. Man, I, I get mad when it's hot outside. It's hot. I was I shouldn't tell this story on the radio, but YOLO. Um, me and my girlfriend were um, out running a few errands yesterday, and we'd gone, we were passing by the Walmart in Pearl. And we, no, we were leaving some, the Sally's, the hair, hair supply place mm-hmm. in, in Rankin' Pearl there. And I saw a lady double parked in a, in a, in a Range Rover. I said, man, that just grinds my gears when people do that. Just like my Range Rover is more important than your Altima or something. But then I remembered I did that a few years back at a Walmart. I won't say which one. I parked as far away from the door as I could, and I double parked. I don't remember if I was in my Tacoma or my Camry or whatever I was driving at the time. And I came back, Sheriff, and somebody was parked so close to my driver's side door, I couldn't drop this pin between the doors. <laughs> and they did it intentionally because they saw the way I was parked out there. So I got in. And it was This was summertime. It's going back to me being angry when it gets hot outside. <laughs> I get into the passenger side, roll my driver's side window down, and they get a foot to their passenger side window. Mm. <laughs> And I'm like, I bet they don't do that again. Hmm. But that's the kind of stuff that I think happens when it gets hot outside. People lose their patience with stuff. And, and, and I'm convinced that's what happens in Jackson because there's no excuse for some of the crime to go up like it does as it gets hot outside. 
Well, like I said, I think it just breeds more opportunity when people are out. You know, the more people out, the more temptation to, to get frustrated. So I, I just I think it's a product of the environment today. Yeah, and then, you know, you got traffic and stuff. I mean, it's just more people moving around. and Yeah. I mean, I mean talk about traffic in Madison County. Y'all, they're finally going to expand 55, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I know there's a proposal on the table for uh, an expansion of 55, I believe, up to the Sowell exit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's going to help tremendously with the morning commute for uh, that that area has grown so much, and the the traffic density is just so high. It's it's uh, like an hourglass there from Madison through Gluckstadt to, to Madison. You know, it necks back down after you get back on the off of the ramp mm-hmm. there in Gluckstadt, and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's it's frustrating. That's one of those traffic things that gets people frustrated. <laughs> well, you know, when you got to leave the house an hour and a half early to get somewhere that takes thirty minutes to go to or twenty minutes to go to any other time, it's it's definitely going to test your patience. Heck, I was just um, I left here one day and went up twenty two to four sixty three and was coming into Madison the back way to go by my doctor's office, and I guess they were having the graduation at one of those elementary schools right there, and I I got to see what that was about, backed up from coming back down 463 that's daily yeah exactly that's what what i was getting i was like man there's no way i could do this daily yeah by the time i got to the interstate i'd be fit to be tied you know we we direct traffic there at some of those intersections for the the schools you know we've got uh school officers that are assigned and paid by that district to to direct that traffic and we get called some pretty colorful things (laughs) sure but uh you know you can only put so many vehicles on on a road surface and then you're out of room, so uh, it's frustrating. Well, but, that that area grew so fast. Yeah, it's still growing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, look, people can say whatever they want. Everybody wants to live in Madison County. I mean, I, I love Rankin County, but I mean, don't man, like I've been out there. Corey's drug me out to uh, the country club a time or two on a Saturday or Sunday, and I'm like, man, one day, one one day, I'll, I'm gonna make it out <laughs> here. It may be in my retirement years. But I, I, my my goal is to is to have a place out there on that golf course in reunion or one of them places. Yeah, we we think Madison County's a one. So. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> I don't think anybody can legitimately argue. Like I love Rankin County. It's it's, it's a solid A. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and, and but what's going some of the stuff out there? Some, some of the developments out there in Madison County are just uh, gorgeous. Yeah, you know. But yeah. I, I love Brandon too. So I I can't. I got six one way half dozen other. I reckon. <laughs> hey, you brought up kids. And one of the big, one of the scuttlebutt on the internet a lot is, and I want to get into this judicial redistricting stuff, but before, before that, these kids on golf carts out there, mm-hmm. I, I, and I, one of my, one of my addictions is following all these real talk, uncensored pages, these fa- community Facebook groups. Yeah. And I love seeing what people are arguing about, because I think, I think it's the closest thing we have to like a town square yeah. nowadays, so these little groups, and uh, you can kind of get your pulse on the finger of the community and stuff. Now, they are really divided on these golf carts. What's what's legal? What's not? Well, you know, first of all, you're right. There's they're really divided, and you know, and you've got a, a lot of different social media platforms: next door, uh, Facebook, whatever. These homeowners groups have their own pages and things, and and uh, it, you know, at the end of the day, uh, a golf cart on a public road, and I, and there's a difference now. Some of these. Uh, some of these roads are private roads. Some of them are public roads. Like some of these communities? Some of these communities, yes. But uh, on a public road, a, a golf cart is is not a legal vehicle to be dri- driven on a public road or a four-wheeler or anything like that. That you know, There are, are some provisions within the law that uh, allow municipalities 
to make exceptions if the vehicles have uh, it's an SLV a slow a slow vehicle beyond below a certain mile per hour limit uh, that allow for those vehicles to be modified to include seat belts you brake know lights. turn signals yeah, yeah brake lights and, and and things of that nature uh, but they still have to be operated by licensed personnel uh, and. You know, the law is, and I can remember back when we used to ride three-wheelers when we were kids. You know, they, when you bought them, they came with that sticker that says, must be 16 to operate. You know? <laughs> How we survived three-wheelers, I have I, no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. But we didn't ride them on the road. We were off, you know, making trails and, uh-huh. and ramping and everything else. It probably probably could have ended our life without us sure. realizing it at the time. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, there's there's no pr- provision in the law that allows counties to uh, do the same thing that municipalities can do as far as uh, exceptions and, and allowing those type vehicles. So uh, the law says that they're uh, illegal to be driven on a public road. Uh, we've t- worked with communities to try to make sure that in those golfing type communities where uh, obviously they're going back and forth to the swimming pool or to the golf course, what have you, to have an adult to, to drive those. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's it starts at the home just like anything else. You know, parents have got to be more cognizant of these kids getting on these vehicles. Take the keys, put them up, uh, you know. My parents just didn't allow it, and if I if I did it, Against their wishes, you know what happened. You know, it, it wasn't capital punishment, but it was, you Close. know, they tore my rear end up, you know. Look. But, uh, you know, it's it's really divided. You're right. Sheriff, I say it all the time. I mean, look, my parents beat me from one end of the house to the other on a regular basis, and I was, and I still was a screw up. I can only imagine. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd have multiple felonies if they hadn't beat me like they did. Yeah. Because I was just destined to, destined to, to determined to screw up as much as I could. If it wasn't for the beatings, I, I, there's no telling where I'd, I'd be dead. Yeah, you know, so absolutely. I ain't got no problem with some corporal punishment. Yeah, you know, it, it needs to happen. So, so, so let me br- the the Greyhawk incident here recently. Mm-hmm. Where the, 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 the lady tragic tragic incident. She got ran over. I don't know what her con- long term condition is. Uh, but is is that considered a private roads in that, or is that those public no, the, roads? Those are public county roads. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and obviously, you don't want golf carts on sidewalks either, right? Well, no, you don't want them in sidewalks either. But you know, golf cart golfing communities typically have their their sidewalks or path, pathways for golf carts mm-hmm. to go around their courses and what have you. Uh, so, no, they they don't have a, a legal avenue to be driven. You know, so yeah. I guess you drive through people's yards or you know, you don't yeah. drive them, which would be the, the smart thing to do. But uh, it happens every day. It does. Like I said, I'm just curious. I, I don't see it as much out there. I guess because we don't have as many golfing type neighborhoods in, in Rankin County, at least in my part. I guess there's like you know, you get out towards the reservoir, maybe so on that the 047 area there may be, but in 042 you just don't see it too often. But I, I do just tend to see it when I'm in Madison more. It just seems to be a, a thing out there. But I wish I could afford a and golf cart. Look, it's been a rash, you know, since that that incident. And I don't know if it's just because there's been more attention drawn to it, but since that incident, you've noticed across the state. Uh, there's been numerous accidents with four-wheelers and, and golf carts where kids have been, been killed here recently. Man, I've been seeing it more and more the last few years. With, yeah. I don't know if it's just because there's more news outlets, always looking for more stuff. They're, they're watching social media more. 
and they're looking for these things. But I, I, it's devastating when you see these breaking news saying you know, a kid or two or however many have been killed on a four-wheeler accident. And I just think back to back when I was riding, I, I raced four-wheelers and stuff like that. And yeah. All the, anytime, my mom and my parents could have got that call. It, I think it was some of the times, some of the stupid stuff I was doing. We used to camp out for the weekend at Silas Brown down there along the, along the uh, levees before they closed it to the public. Yeah. And just all the nonsense <laughs> we were doing down there. Ain't no telling how many folks died down there. But, but yeah, and it's sad. You're, you're right. It seems like there's been a lot of that this year. It has. You know, these kids are getting on these four-wheelers and golf carts younger and younger and younger. Yeah. All right. Look, we're going to take a break real quick. we got Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker here in the studio. When we get back, we're going to talk about this judicial redistricting stuff out there in Madison County and what that could do to Madison County. I've been hearing about it, didn't know enough about it personally, so we got the man in here. He'll explain it to us. We'll be right back after this break on 103.9 FM WYAB. If you want to chime in, you got any questions for the sheriff, I don't think we're going to open the phone lines up, but we'll do the text messages, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944, 769-241-1944. Get your questions or comments in for Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, look, man, I got out this weekend to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Stopped by there, visited with Chip for a minute, and you should do the same. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, or you can build your own. You can try the Wheel of Flavor, put three different specialty pizzas onto one pie, or try, try one of their nine different frozen daiquiris. Heck, they've even got daiquiris to go now. Don't ask me how they do it. There's something with the alcohol levels. They were able to tweak them just enough to make it legal. You can now get daiquiris to go. I believe you can get them delivered from take-a-break deliveries, but don't quote me on that. I think he told me that the other night. Uh, check with them. But look, man, get you a pizza and a half gallon of daiquiris brought to the house. That sounds sounds like a good time anytime. Uh, so get by or just go by there and see them in person. Acme Pizza and Daiquiris located right there in Fannin Mart on the Riz in front of the bowling alley. Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri's. They're open daily at 4. They're not open for lunch. Got to give them a break, but they are there till at least midnight every night slinging pies. Good folks. Good atmosphere. Hey, they even got a Clay Edwards Show sticker on the, uh, on the window, on the mirror behind the bar there. So uh, it was even, even that much cooler of a place. And, of course, it is available on Take a Break Deliveries. Use the promo code CLAY601 in all caps, and you'll get $5 off your first delivery fee. Or download their app, and you'll get a promo code every day. So uh, check them out. All right, Sheriff, uh, I do want to get into the redistricting, redistricting stuff, but when listeners have questions, I do I like to jump into that. And uh, Derek texts in, and uh, I'm just going to read the whole text here. It says, Sheriff Tucker, is there any leads, is there any new information or leads in the Meyer Lewis case? I strongly believe the mother knows what happened to her based off of her body language. Not saying she did it, but her body language suggested that she was being deceptive when doing interviews. Uh, well, like I was telling you off the air there a while ago, uh, the, uh, every officer during his career has that one case that just, for whatever reason, just bothers them and, and, and follows them their entire career and even afterwards. But, uh, you know, there's no doubt I've, I've said it time and time again that, uh, the Myra Lewis case, that's, that's my unicorn. I've, I've not been able to get it off my mind. I, I think about it all the all the time uh you know we went through every possible means we could to to locate myra we 
still get tips uh, that come into the sheriff's department. We still follow tips. I mean, we get them internationally you know, uh, of possible sightings. Uh, I'm not going to accuse anybody uh, or get into the actual particulars of the case, but we interviewed people, and, and we, we've got our theories uh, or hypothesis. We don't, we don't have any information uh, to uh, actually give us uh, uh, enough to um, go forward beyond that because we don't, uh, obviously, we've never found Myra. So uh, it's frustrating. We do still get tips. Uh, I, Derek's not the only person that feels that way. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you, you can't beat information out of people. You, you can only follow the facts where they lead you. And uh, I think that we have followed them uh, extensively. And, and it's, it's heartbreaking that we haven't been able to, to get more accomplished uh, for Myra. Um, but uh, the fact is that we, we don't have any more information that, you know, than the last update that we gave, which was probably last year on the anniversary of her disappearance. But uh, it's a great question. We all got to live with it. Uh, a lot of different opinions out there. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, I know I've seen every. Of course, there's worst case scenario that she's no longer with us. There's people who think she could be uh, being grown up or growing up, living with somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, in another part of the country. I mean, I've, I've seen all the rumors and speculation as well, I and mean, that's devastating. That you know, to think a child can just disappear like that. Yep. You know, but that that is life, unfortunately. And like I said, you can't. Unfortunately, I'll say it. Unfortunately, you can't beat uh, information out of folks. But uh, maybe one day, maybe one day, a little tweak of the laws, we'll be able to do that. <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna get the sheriff in no trouble this morning. I promise. All right, w- one more, one more incendiary thing here from me. Not this ain't got nothing to do with anything, but let's just play a game of whataboutism here with you. Let's just say, for instance, I was a visitor at the Rankin County. I mean, the Madison County Sheriff's Department. I say Rankin County so often. The Madison County Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. I'm a visitor in there, and um. I just so happen to drop a little baggie of cocaine. Not that I would have that, but again, what about ism? It, and and then at a day or so later, somebody that works there finds a baggie of cocaine on the floor. I'm going to guess, without giving away any security detail of the of the of the jail, there's probably enough cameras around there to track it back to figure out who dropped that, when, and where. <laughs> this is a DC joke, huh? This is a DC joke. <laughs> okay. Would 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 I be arrested? And charge, even if you didn't see me do it, but you could prove it was mine. I mean, surely you can fingerprint that baggie. You could, you could find the solve the solve the mystery of the miscellaneous bag of cocaine. Well, let me say this, I, you know, and I haven't gotten into all the what took place up there. I've heard about it, but you know, based on what I've heard, I I can tell you that the, that particular house is probably a lot more secure and has more sophisticated equipment and, you know, in the way of cameras and, and surveillance uh, type equipment than, than what the Sheriff's Department has here locally. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we we have the ability there to, uh, you know, we every hallway, everything that we have is, is videoed and uh, uh, we would be able to uh, 
go back and watch that video and tell when it was dropped, who dropped it. Uh, and like you said, you, there's other ways of, you know, forensic evidence being able to, to fingerprint and, and or DNA. You know, DNA has yeah. convicted a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I would think we would be able to do that. Well, I, I say all that because I'm glad you I'm glad you ended it like that because if y'all can do it surely they can and that this playing this game that that they that that will never know who dropped it it's that I'm I'm tired of being insulted you know that's that's how I ended up getting into all this anyway I felt like I felt like my intelligence was being insulted in Jackson but they keep blaming all their problems on something else that it didn't and I feel like that's what's going on here in the White House is they're they're insulting our intelligence as a country saying that they'll never be able to tell us who this is and let's let's throw in this other caveat. Let's say I'm a known crack addict, and I have access, and you find a bag of drugs. You're going to at least look at the known crack addict first, and play a little process of elimination. Well, I, I think it would. Yeah, I think just the the near nature of that would indicate that I, you would start where the the history of problem is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. So that, that, to my point, if the Madison County Sheriff's Department can break this case. No offense, they're really good at what they do. The White House should dang sure be able to as well. The Secret Service should dang, you know there's Secret Service agents up there that are just fumigating mad. You know, like being handcuffed, not being able to do your job. I can imagine that happens locally some. You know, you can imagine they're like, what? this is not what we signed up for to run right. cover for this family. <laughs> it's to keep them from being killed not or harmed. It's not to, it's not to run cover for them. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I have a cousin that's retired Secret Service. I have to have a conversation with him about it sometimes. He was with Reagan when he got shot, and um, <clears throat> I had to have a conversation with him sometime about that. Maybe we can get him on the radio sometime. And, and to their credit, they they do. You know, they're in a, a thankless situation. I I, applaud, I applaud them for what they do. They they go through a lot of training, and you know, it's when you're controlled in what you can say. That's that's not their fault. I mean, you you've worked with those guys several times, I'm sure. I mean, oh yeah, I, I, Trump came to town a couple of times on, um, and it, I, I saw him at Madison School. He was still a candidate then, and then um saw him at the uh, Coliseum. Hey, he was a candidate. He wasn't president yet, I don't think. Or was he? He wasn't president. Uh, he wasn't president yet then. Yeah. But yeah, that that was a good one. I took my daughter to that. I said, you, yeah. I said well, you need to go do this because you're going to want to be able to say you saw a living president. Oh yeah, uh, and I did, and I. Just, just real quick, I'll tell you this. When he got off of uh, that uh, bus when he pulled up there, before he did anything else, you know, we had a significant number of law enforcement, Secret Service, Highway Patrol, our guys, Madison PD, uh, you know, just a significant number of people there. And he did not do a single bit of speaking or anything until he went over and shook every one of those officers' hands personally. I was really impressed by that. Yeah, you know, and you hear those stories. I, I've seen f- photos from those trips and photos with a different task force and stuff that were helping do security. And you know, everybody says to a man that you know he he treats law that that's not an act. No, he cares. Yep. Yeah, he does absolutely. All right, let's take one more break. When we come back, I've, I am finally going to get to this. I want to get into this conversation about judicial redistricting uh, with Yazoo and Madison County. What the potential fallout of that could be. All of that stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I got your questions, too, for the sheriff on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker here in the studio with me. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, 
WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by my friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. They got a location in Madison. They got a location in Pearl. Get out there. Check them out. Uh, take one of the adult jiu-jitsu classes taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt Chance Shepherd. You can do the kickboxing fitness, and they also have kids jiu-jitsu and women's only self-defense classes taught by a female instructor with a no-male intimidation atmosphere. They got locker rooms, the whole nine yards. Get out there, Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. First week is free. Go find out if you like it. And if you do, tell them you heard it on this radio show right here, and you'll get 20% off of your uh, contract or whatever it is, uh, your, all, all your services moving forward. That's GracieSouth.com, located on Ridgecrest Drive in Madison and Fremont Plaza in Pearl. Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. All right, I'm joined here in the studio this morning by Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker. We've been just kind of shooting the breeze a little bit this morning, having a little fun. Sheriff, let's uh, let's talk a little business. Um, this is something that's important. I'm sure folks in Madison County want to hear what you got to say about it. Let's talk about this potential judicial redistricting. Explain to people what that is, what's going on, and what the potential fallout could be. Well, the the legislature is is charged with setting up the judicial districts, and of course, Madison and Rankin County enjoy the same district, District Twenty. Uh, Bubba Bramlett is our our district attorney for that district, uh, uh, and there's been some talk, and and the statement was made that. Uh, there was a proposal coming to the the legislature in the next session, the the 2024 January session, that uh, is being tossed around to separate the district. Uh, Rankin County having a, a heavier caseload than than Madison, and and the possibility that that would create a situation where Madison would be paired with either Holmes County or or Yazoo. Uh, and that is a lose-lose proposition for Madison County. Um, what what that would do is is basically, um, y- you know, you hate to talk red counties, blue counties, red states, uh, blue states, but uh, in in essence, you, you you would be taking a very successful and thriving district. Uh, and, and I've spoken with Bubba Bramlin, by the way, and, and he is opposed to this as well, as well as all other elected officials that I've spoken to about it. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you're going to change the dynamics uh, uh, of the voting pool. And and you brought it up earlier. I think one of the reasons that people come to Madison County is it's, it's a safe community for one. Uh, law enforcement here does a tremendous job, and I'm not just saying the Sheriff's Department. I'm talking about collectively. Uh, our municipal departments, uh, but schools, and, and and along with that, it brings business. People want to be in a safe community. They Money goes where it feels safe. They don't want to be burglarized. They don't want to be shot at. They, you know, and, and when you've got uh, prosecutorial rates like we have here in Madison County, with it with a good DA in, in a good district, uh, controlled by your voters, uh, and that's what our voters want. Uh, and I think if we're paired with another another um, area out from outside of this district, I don't think that's going to be a genuine representation of what the people in Madison County want. Uh, I know I'm not for it. I think that it's going to put us in a situation where where we're going to, you know, and I don't want to turn any other 
I'm not, I don't want to call any cities, but I, you know, there are areas of the state where crime is high and prosecution lags behind, and, and you have high high crime rates. Uh, you don't have to look very far. Uh, I, I, you won't. You don't, you, you're you're, you're a, you, you, I'll say it. I'll say Jackson. Look no further than Jackson. Uh, you don't have to say it. Hines County in general. It, it, it ain't no one person's fault over there. It's a collective fault for the last 30 years and this kind of soft on crime like a jail yada 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 you don't want that in madison county no uh, and and you you hear it all the time people i moved to madison county because i i want my kids in good schools i i want low crime i want to be able to sleep at night knowing that uh you know we've got police officers checking our neighborhoods uh my business is not going to be broken into when i get there in the morning and that's what we have here uh we don't need uh, to change the district uh, in such a way that it would affect how criminals are prosecuted. Uh, I mean, they're prosecuted within the law. Uh, now, we believe in, in, in prosecuting uh, aggressively, uh, but I believe that's how you could control and deter crime, and, and that's what we're going to continue to do, and I believe changing the district in, the, in a negative manner is not going to be reflective of, of what Madison County voters and Madison County residents, uh, in particular, uh, won't. You know, I give out a uh, on my video platforms. I do it on the show sometimes. I have a championship belt that I bought a WWF replica championship belt, mm-hmm. and I fictitiously give it away every week or so to a effed around and found out champion. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it, those champions usually consist of dumb criminals. That, that started a pursuit of some sort in Madison or Rankin County, and they tried to escape to the criminal safe haven of Jackson. You know, we don't want, you don't want those criminals running from Jackson to Madison County because they no longer fear it. That's correct. And if you remember years ago, I, I kind of got into a, a battle with one of the supervisors down there, and they were threatening to throw rocks and bricks and bottles at us, you mm-hmm. know. That's exactly what would happen if we change this judicial district. I mean, you're going to see a deterioration in services. You're going to see a misrepresentation of what what Madison County was built on and, and, and what our belief system is. And, and uh, I am absolutely not for this. You know, I would, I would ask that everybody out there reach out to your elected officials and, and, and oppose this. Uh, I, you know, I'm... I hate to be the the guy banging the gavel here, but uh, you know, I'm telling you, this is not good for Madison County. Who? I, I know the answer, but who's responsible for this nonsense? Well, I, you know, I wish I could tell you, and I've asked several people, and it's you know, it's hard to, it's hard to get an, an answer. To be honest with you, I, I don't know. I I was told that it was coming in up in the session. Uh, I haven't told, been told who was bringing it up or why they're bringing it up or, or anything of that nature. Uh, so I, I don't see any good reason for it. Uh, uh, the, uh, it seems nefarious at best. You know, if the DA was struggling and said I needed help, you know, I could see that as possibly one reason it may come up. But uh, the DA is fine. I've spoken to him personally, yeah. you know, the uh Sheriff Bailey is is fine. He's not for this split. I'm not for this split. Other uh, elected officials 
here in Madison are not are not for this split. So I wish I knew. You know, I could understand if you just wanted to say, let's create a new district for Madison. Let, let's get Madison its own its own DA office. Like, you know, maybe that's a better, an easier sale. But wanting to split it and pair it with another one of these counties, it, it don't need to happen. Well, it doesn't need to happen. And, I, I mean, it's no secret. Madison County is one of the fastest growing areas in the state. I mean. It's the it, wealthiest in the state, correct? Uh, yeah. If not one, it's one yeah. of them for sure. But, uh, I mean, at the, at the rate it's growing, which especially now that Gluckstadt's incorporated and what's being built up that way, uh, and Madison, the city, continuing to grow, uh, if it's if it's on the cusp of, of its own judicial district, why would you not plan to the future? If you're dead set on, on splitting that district, why would you not plan for the future and make it two separate districts, each their own, Yeah, not pairing them with anybody? Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back with Sheriff, Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker. We'll get to some of your questions on the Guns and Gear text line. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. And be sure to stay tuned. Hour 2. I've got Taco Johnson running for constable up there in Madison County here in the studio, too. So we're going to chop it up with him, let him explain to you why you should vote for him. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM with Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker. And real quick, this last segment with sheriff is going to be brought to you by ellis autoplex got there see me out there this week live and in person i'm there every day from 11 about 11 11 30 till 6 p.m slanging cars trucks suvs man we've got a uh, we've got our biggest inventory since i've been there i've been there right at a year now uh tons of f-150s we have several f-250s even got a gas burner we bought a really cool dodge charger from a friend of mine over the weekend bought a infinity q50s so we've got some variety. We've got three Toyota 4Runners. You can check it all out online there at ellisautoplex.com, Rankin County's hometown dealership, Little Truck City. And we got, finally got some cars out there at Little Truck City. So check it out online, ellisautoplex.com. And look, don't forget, we buy vehicles too. I have bought four vehicles from, from this show's listeners in the last week or so. So get out there, sell us your car. Don't deal with all them marketplace maniacs on there, offering you half of what it's worth and wanting to nitpick every little thing. We'll give you a fair market price on it, and whether we buy it or not, at least you'll kind of have a idea of what it's worth. We'll we'll run the Carfax, let you know anything that uh, may be wrong with it, all that good stuff. That's Ellis Autoplex, located at twenty one ninety five Highway four seventy one in Brandon, Mississippi, right off Highway twenty five. All right, Sheriff. Yes. Uh, you know, Rankin County's been going through some stuff in the news lately. They've had some, you know, they've had some bad stuff going on, you know, allegedly out there. However, you want to frame that up. But I saw something the other day that I wanted to make sure I brought attention to. And it's it, it paint a broader picture here. You know, police, y'all go through hell. I mean, I, I think most, I, I say it on the show all the time. Most of us in a lifetime won't go through the traumatic stuff that you guys go through on a daily basis by lunchtime some days. Some yeah. of the things you have to see, uh, whether it's from child exploitation or uh, violent car wrecks or violent crimes or just, just any of that stuff. You know, so... But then there's the, there's the social side of things where people think that, you know, policing is racist and this, that, and the other. But it's a matter, Rankin County has been going through this stuff, and I want to bring up something. I saw where Tony Shack, one of the interdiction officers, pulled three kids from a burning fire on a car mm-hmm. the other yeah. day. Yeah. 
You know, and I've seen some smart-ass comments from people on, I'll just say that, in the comments and stuff, you know, talking about this, that, and the other. And I'm just going to tell you, they ain't a place for that. These guys, they're out here, 99% of them, you're out here saving lives, doing the right thing. And I, I don't think the cops get enough credit for that. I mean, I know folks in Rankin and Madison County understand the difference in good policing and bad policing. But, uh, you know, you got stuff like that. And I just think the people making certain kind of comments about it is uncalled for. I mean, that guy saved lives. You know, let, let's get as excited when cops save lives as we do when something you deem un, unfair happens. You know, I understand. Uh, it, it, it's hard. I I think the situation itself should dictate the type of response that you get, not not just a broad response over uh, an entire job or a, or a group of individuals. Uh, Tony's a good guy. He uh, did something that, that uh, you know, takes a, a lot of – I want to be careful. It takes a lot of nerve. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, take, it, takes, and, it takes balls to, to jump to a burner car. And, you know, one of the things I read that I really liked was it said – uh, normal pedestrian uh, people passing by that, we're stopping it. and helping and that's what we're supposed to do you know and and there's always those few you know he's sitting there trying to pull these kids out of a out of a burning vehicle and you got people driving by videoing him you know i can remember a day that, that people would have stopped and helped him pull those kids out and it's and, and, you know and then you get the comments and stuff but uh what he did was absolutely heroic he 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 saved their lives. There's no doubt, and and I applaud him for that. I think the the situations should always dictate the responses or the actions uh, that result from that situation. Yeah, I don't think you guys get enough credit, and I say it all the time. That's why I, that's why I'm, I try to be a, a a megaphone for law enforcement and just being anti criminal. I don't even know necessarily the pro law enforcement, but I'm damn anti criminal. Yeah, and, and I'm just I, I'm fed <laughs> up. With, with all this stuff. And it's like, man, these guys get out there. They're underappreciated, typically underpaid. They're definitely underpaid. I don't care how much you make. You're underpaid when you have, when you potentially have to get shot at every day. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, as an administrator, I, I don't get out on the, you know, on the very front lines like I used to, but I, I say these guys that go and work these wrecks where we've had fatalities or kids involved, uh, you know, domestics, things like that. And, and I'll tell you, I, if you pay attention to your people, you can see it it, it affects them, uh, you know, and you have to be cognizant of that. Uh, you don't want your guys or, your, or girls, you know, I say guys in a broad term, but sure. uh, uh, you don't want your people uh, going without help they may need after something like that. We've got some, some uh, organizations, LEAPs, uh, things of that nature, and we always want them to, to get counseling after those type incidents but uh you're you're absolutely right they're they're affected and and they don't get the praise they deserve and and i I love every one of mine and and we're going to do everything we can to protect them and and get them what they need to do the job and and they're good at it well sheriff i appreciate you coming in with us this morning and you know y'all see a cop today thank them for what they do for you i say that all the time but i mean it see a see a deputy see a a a policeman whatever thank them for what they do you know, you, you get you get what you give. You approach somebody with a bad attitude, you're gonna get a bad attitude back sometimes. And you know, I think that too many too many too often we approach cops with a bad attitude because we don't appreciate the situation. But uh, <clears throat> that's life. Look, we're about to hit our break here. Coming up here in the next hour, Sheriff's gonna hang out with us a little bit longer. We got Taco Johnson running for constable here in the studio. Coming up next, we'll be right back. 
I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.